episode 110. How are you doing? Let me move this microphone away from my face. If you are watching on YouTube, I have my hair up. I got a leopard robe on. You know, that's how we're doing it uh, at Shea Deluche this morning. I um, I don't have a lot of YouTube listeners, right? Uh, watchers, a lot of YouTube watchers of my podcast right now, which is fine, which is fine. I, I, I But I'd have to fix that. Because we have a lot on audio, just not a lot uh, on video. And and what's better? Who knows? There's always a what's better. There's always another thing to do, another thing to do, another thing to get the the views, the, the do whatever. Another way someone's digesting your content. I'm exhausted. Okay, I'm exhausted. Fact of the day. Okay, okay. Obviously, I don't know these things when I tell when I'm telling you them. But sometimes I can't help to say, "Oh my God, I don't know this." So the fact of the day is that there is a place in Oregon called Boring, Oregon. Boring, opposite of busy, Boring, Oregon, and they have a sister city. I don't know why they have a sister city. They have a sister city in Scotland called Dull, Scotland. Okay, so since 2012, what I'm telling you is there's these two cities in the world, boring and dull, and their sister cities. And they just added somebody to their sisterhood league, and it's Blanchire, Australia. Okay, so we got boring Oregon, dull Scotland, and Blanchire, <laughs> Australia. Is that not so insane? And just so you know, it's not because these places are boring. I read that um, dull is in Scotland, that's a Gaelic word that means meadow. Okay. And boring is the name of uh, some early farmer in the Oregon area. But you know, like, just ridiculous. Just, I read this. I said, oh my God, where do you live? Boring. Oh, where are you going? Dull. Yeah. Oh, your life must be so exciting. I was on the road this past weekend with Victor Batetto, and he is just the nicest guy. I can't say this enough. I said this. I think I like sung his praises a few episodes ago, but he's just the best. Like he's the best. And um, I'm going to be on tour with him in October. And then a few other dates scattered throughout, um, throughout the rest of the year and into next year. So, you know, I'll keep you posted, but hopefully we'll be in your area. A lot of our uh, shows in October are in New Jersey. So if you're there, you'll have to come out. If not, I'll see you when I see you. But come on, does, is that not great? I mean, the guy, the guy's great. And this is just uh, what I needed. Okay, just what I needed. Six years into this thing. And uh, to go on tour with Vic is just the best. So I'm so happy. I am not happy though that I went to Target, okay, the other day. I I went to Target. Okay, so let me tell you, let me set the stage. I I have the girl. Okay, first of all, so it's time out looking at my basil plant. I bought this giant size basil plant the other day. You might've seen a video on it. And um, I'm looking at it and it looks like it's dying. I need to get this thing light. This is the problem when you live in an apartment with limited light. You know what? I got to get one of those fake artificial lights on it. Okay, moving right along. So you know one of these days where you're like, I'm going to work, I'm going to do whatever I got to do, and then I'm going to go shopping, Target, wherever you're going, okay? And I I knew I should have known, rookie mistake, I should have known that the second I said, I'm going to go to Target and I'm going to buy back-to-school stuff for the kids, I should have known that Target is not going to have back-to-school stuff for the kids, okay, people? That That's a situation. 
I so you know the other day last week, I mean the girls we go to Target and I'm gonna get backpacks for them and I'm telling them we're gonna go back to school shopping. Walk into the kids section, they don't even have anything out yet. Okay, like I said to the lady, oh, do you have backpacks? Oh, we didn't receive the shipment yet. Okay. Then I look on the only thing they did have. The only thing they did have was they had leggings. The cat and Jack leggings. And I am I know from my moms that are listening to this, you all buy these too. And if you don't buy them, you're crazy and you got to go. But the cat, cat and Jack leggings at Target for kids, they're like $5 a pair, maybe $6 a pair. I mean, you can't get better prices than that, right? And they last, they last. So I, I buy the leggings and they're always sold out. These leggings are always sold out in all the girls' sizes always before, right before school starts or right before winter or fall. Anytime you need leggings, they don't have any, like basically is the situation. So, but they had, they had a ton of leggings. So that was, and that was Target in Harlem. That was, that was, that was the only good thing. But as for long sleeve tops, sweat outfits, backpacks, nothing. I tried Lester's. I don't know if you guys know the store Lester's. It's big in the city. It's expensive. It's a ripoff. I don't like to give them one red cent of my money, but fine. The kids like it. You know, and it's one of those stores that has like all like the trendy kids clothes and a shoe section and accessory section. And then it has by the register, like all the crap that like you just can't handle that they have there, like squishies and candies and all stuff like, like all stuff for like a million dollars that the kid that's going to give the kids like that's going to give the kids cavities and you a $4,000 bill at the dentist. That That's what they have going on at the register at Lester. So I can't, I hate going there, but I did go for, for sneakers, for, for sneakers for the kids. And, um, and I also went for the backpacks. Yeah, they didn't have anything yet. I'm like, it's August. It's August. So now I got to find another day to set aside and do the shopping is what I'm telling you. People, first of all, let me say something too. Are you local? Is anybody located in New Jersey? I know I have New Jersey listeners, but here's the thing. I read the craziest thing the other day. You know, New Jersey is doing the the no plastic bags, like was in New York did, right? They just started the no plastic bags. I think back in May or June or something. You know how New Jersey's reacting to this? They're stealing the shopping baskets. Okay, people, not wagons. They, they're not that brazen to walk out with a wagon. I'm sure I'm sure there are people that are just like, fuck this, I'm going to take this wagon, walk this wagon home with me. I'm sure there's plenty of people that are like that, okay? <laughs> but no, they're stealing the plastic shopping baskets. Basically, they're like, you want me to pay $5 for a bag? You want me to pay five? No, 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 wait, boops, beep, rewind. You want me to pay five cents for a bag, Target? fuck this. I'm offended. I'm taking the plastic basket home with me. That's what they're doing. These people, they're walking right into the supermarket with plastic baskets that they swiped from them the week before. And I have a bone to pick with that on top of it. You know, when I was in Target, of course I did buy stuff because, you know, it's one of those stores you walk in, you got to spend a thousand dollars, then you leave. No, it's really always like two fifty, three hundred, not a thousand. That's insane. Um, only around Christmas time. No, but you know, I, I, I'm in, I'm in Target. And, uh, and, and the lines of course are just rammed because you know, it's in the evening. Okay. So there's no line like line with the cashier. There is the scanning, you know, scan yourself, whatever it is. Self-checkout area is open and available. And 
there was, you know, usually, usually these, these places are always backed up, right? The, the self-checkout. Everybody's always having a problem. You know why? Everybody needs a cashier to come help them for items into their thing. But fine. So there was a register open and self-checkout. I go. And you should have seen what a calamity this was. Clothes falling off my arms, things falling out of the wagon. I can't undo the bags. I can't find this stupid, this stupid, useless target reusable bags that I friggin' hate. I can't find them. Again, the stuff's dropping all over the floor underneath the bagging area. The whole thing, the whole thing, people was just, a, I was calamity, Jane. And I pay and I get the hell out of here. And I'm like, on the way to my car, or it's not car, the Uber. I'm like, why am I not getting the shopper discount, right? First of all, I'm working in there. I'm shopping in your store. Okay, I'm I, I, I'm putting everything in my wagon. Now I'm scanning my own items. I'm bagging my items. I'm I, I'm 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 searching around for bags. Then you want me to pay? You want me to pay to bag my item? Where's my discount? Where's my twenty percent manual labor discount? Where's my paycheck? You're getting free label from your paying customers. You're getting free labor target and all you other stores from your paying customers. And like I said, when you go on these self-checkout, there's always a couple dodos on the line that are like ringing, ringing the bell, asking for the cashier. You know, that's always me. Excuse me, this isn't working. Excuse me, it's really on clearance and the regular price is coming up. So it's like, is this really saving you money, self-checkout? Is it really saving you money? Because you're backing up everybody. You're backing up lines. Cashiers got to jump off their register to come save the dodos like me. Okay, everybody's annoyed. Everybody leaves disgruntled without a discount. Is this worth, is it worth it, Target? Okay, that's all I got to say to you. This is exactly why I took magic mushrooms the other night. Okay, <laughs> wait a second. You're going to die. So, um, my ex-husband, he goes to Colorado a few times a year. He goes to snowboarding, skiing, whatever. Of course he does. He makes me sick. And so the last time he was there, he he went to a dispensary. Well, he always goes to these dispensaries. Not when I was married to him. This is like, I feel like a new thing. But he went to the dispensary and he came home with uh, pot chocolate, weed chocolate, whatever you people call it. And also uh, magic mushrooms, psilocybin, which um, is supposed to, in very small doses, is supposed to cure anxiety and depression, okay? So, you know, he he had this, he told me, he says it's amazing, the whole thing. So a few weeks ago, he gave me this tiny little tin. It looked like, like a small Altoid tin, but it was round. And uh, he said, put this in a safe, a lock safe away from the kids, you should try it. He said, I put a couple of pieces of this uh, edible weed chocolate bar in there and also a couple pieces of the psilocybin. Fine. Because of course I have anxiety and depression. Like who doesn't? I got to live two lives, people. I got to live my real outside life and then I got to live a digital life. Just like you. Of course, we're all crazy. You can't keep up. You're making regular photo albums with regular printed pictures. You're going online. You're making Facebook albums. I can't keep up. So no, I'm really okay, kind of. Um, so I, uh, so I, okay. So the other day I just thought I'm going to take one of these little magic mushroom cubes. They're tiny, like they are so tiny. It's the size of the Tylenol. And um, I was so calm. I was, I was totally calm. 
I, I, you know, like my, you know, I was like, my body was very relaxed. My mind went into like a couple like sort of creative holes. But other than that, I was totally calm. And then a few weeks after I have it right here in the New York Times, I saved it from Sunday paper, July 17th. Here it is. Can psychedelics help depression? without trips. So psychedelics without trips. And I, and, and the whole article goes into it. You gotta, you gotta Google it on the New York times website, but basically, um, there's tons of research. I'm sure you read about it, about psilocybin, which is magic mushrooms and how it helps cure or helps treat anxiety and depression. There are some little focus group studies over at NYU, New York university. And there, uh, I think their uh, psychopharmacology department, uh, that that do studies about this, you know, and they have like a test group. I think you could join a test group if you really want to see if this works. Uh, or you could go to Colorado and you could just buy it and try it on your own. But apparently in New York, we are going to be, this is going to be legalized by the end of the decade. I know you thought I was going to say end of the year, sorry, end of the decade. So by 2040, <sighs> Will we still be working for home by then? Um, by 2040, you know, psychedelics, magic mushrooms should be uh, legal here. And I got to be honest, like I'm, I'm on board. I was always that kid growing up that like never did a drug. I never did anything wrong. I, knock on wood, except my mouth. I had a mouth on me, you know, that mouth. But but I uh, I... I never did drugs. I never drank. Like it just wasn't my thing. I didn't like, I don't, I never traditionally liked mind altering substances. Here's the thing. Then I got older. Okay. Then I got older and then I got these kids and then I got life and bills and stress. And now I'm like, bring it on, baby. It, it, it was great. I don't know what it's like, obviously taking magic mushrooms for multiple days in a row. Okay. Which is, I think when the, the treatment when it really starts to treat this depression or anxiety or whatever. But I, I felt good. And I have to be honest with you, I have been taking at night, like late at night, little a little bit of the the weed chocolate just to like calm me down, you know? You know, my full-time job, I'm always on. I always have to be on. I always, I'm always available dealing with websites down, this, that. I'm always, I'm I'm just always on. I'm always on as a mother. I'm always on as a comic. And the um and the 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 pot chocolate has been really good. And you know, I want to say something. There's so many, you know, I watch all these documentaries and there's all these uh performers, live performers, particularly musicians and comics, but musicians, I think the most, they go on stage, they're in front of 10, 20,000 people, right? In a show. And the the high that you get from the audience and that and the loudness and the, the energy when they go back to their dressing room, when they go back home at night, like they cannot turn their mind off, you know? That's a very big example of it. But that's comics have the same sort of thing, right? Like it's difficult to turn your mind off at night. And a lot of people will take sleeping pills and that's that's just a freaking no-no sleeping pills because you mix that shit with alcohol and you're not waking up. That's your last sleep, okay? And, or, you know, I, I've taken Xanax in the past or whatever, but this is the, the, the weed chocolate, little tiny, little teeny bit, little teeny bit, just take took the edge off. It's good. It's legal. It's legal. It's probably not even full strength. I'm such a baby. Even when I take a Tylenol, I got to take half a Tylenol, like a full Tylenol, like doesn't, it's like too much for me. Like, so I, it's a little smidge. And what basically what I'm saying to you is if you can get your hands on it and your house is calm that night and everybody's sleeping or goes away, your husband's out of town, 
or your husband fell asleep on the couch at 6 p.m. and you know he's not waking up till 6 a.m. You should try it. It's good. Like, but you got to be in a calm environment. You know, anything could like, anything could like set you off. You know, the other day I took one of these little weed chocolates and my boyfriend was sitting next to me on the couch and he's asking me, wait, you'll die. He's asking me every 20, you okay? You okay? You good? You good? I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, you making me so goddamn paranoid. I'm going to have a, a, a panic attack here. What are you doing? You can't have that go on. It's ruined, it ruins everything. I did catch a show the other day on Amazon, not a show, a movie. If you haven't seen it and you're a comedy fan, which I'm taking it, you are Mr. Warmth. It's from 2007. It's a documentary about Don Rickles. Don Rickles is my favorite comedian in the whole entire world. The guy is just amazing. You know, he passed away. He has a daughter, Mindy, Mindy Rickles, that she does comedy. I don't know if she's like her father, but Don Rickles was my absolute, oh, my favorite. And this documentary is when is is showing him performing in Vegas and he's, and other people are on the documentary. De Niro is on talking about how amazing he is and everybody's telling stories about him and Sinatra and, and Johnny Carson's on. I mean, it's just, it must've, they must've just taken so much, all these, well, not they must've, they take, basically took footage from the sixties, compiled it all together. And uh, it's, it's great. It's from 2007, but it's it's really, really good. Let's see. Um, okay. So I think this is going to be a short episode. I'm looking at my 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 stuff here and I'm like, wait a second. Tonight to oh, did you did you people watch hacks? Have you watched hacks? I just hold on, hold on. I keep forgetting this actress's name in Hacks, which like, I really can't keep forgetting because it's like not okay. Hold on. Hacks. Um, Jean Smart. Oh my God, that's her name. You know when you have to, I swear to God, I was watching the show and I'm like, the first episode, I'm like, okay, a real comedian wouldn't do that. You know, like I had all that kind of thing. Just like I'm sure when like Grey's Anatomy comes on and if you're a doctor and nurse, you're probably like, Fuck that. Like, that's not really what happens. But, but I, I was like, a real comedian would do it. But then I got, I got hooked in. I got hooked in. It's on, um, is it on? Of course, like, of course, of course, God forbid. It, oh, it's on HBO. You know what? I know I'm not the only person that's having this problem. Somebody tells you about a show to watch or a movie, and then you have to go on a goose chase to find out what channel is on. Should we not have some sort of like, I don't, it, it, like, is there some sort of like streaming service TV guide that exists? Can we like, can we bring back the TV guide for streaming services? How are you people finding what channel? First of all, I just Googled that. Nothing came up when I, when I first put in hacks TV show. Okay. Not the channel. What's nothing came up. Then when I just typed very quickly, just right here while I'm talking to you. I put channel, then a little, the littlest, tiniest, the littlest, tiniest freaking, freaking little thing, HBO Max pops up. So now, I, now I'm telling you it's on HBO, but like, I, I can't find a rabbit hole. Anyway, I'm on like the third episode. It's really cute. It's like this younger girl, this young, like, I don't know if she's like Gen Z or whatever, millennial, but she start, she's going to start writing for this old pro comic, right? And and that's that's basically where I'm at. And 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 they both hate each other. So of course, you know, when there's the 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 
the animosity, the, the disagreement, that's obviously where the comedy is going to come from. So I, I, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to finish it. It's like my new little thing when everybody's sleeping and I just want to turn my brain off. I'm just turning on hacks and so far so good. I keep looking down. Let me just say this. I keep looking down at my wrist. I got such a burn the other day from making a tomato sauce. I ordered two uh, pounds of cherry tomatoes from Costco. Because of course, I only wanted a couple for a salad, you know. And so this giant bushel shows up at my house and I'm like, oh, what the hell am I going to do? So I, I make, I made this beautiful sauce um, and I love it. And basically all I do is I just saute garlic and oil. And then I dump the cherry tomatoes in the a saute pan. We put a little salt, a little pepper, and I cover the I cover the um, the saute pan and I stir it. You know, I have it on like medium low, and I stir it every I don't know five minutes. And the tomatoes they start to burst, and it's it's delicious, especially the sweet. And you could put a little sugar, obviously, to sweeten up the sauce, and uh, it's so nice. And then after about fifteen. 20 minutes when all the tomatoes, they're soft, they've burst, whatever. They're all, the whole the sauce is juicy. I put a couple of the fresh basil leaves in there. You know what I'm saying? And I opened up the saute pan and a couple of cherry tomatoes burst on the skin of my wrist, the inside skin of my wrist. What holy hell pain that was in. I've been rubbing Neosporin on and now I have these heinous scars. So hoping they would go away. Shout out to the ladies in, by the way, shout out. I don't know if you're listening, the ladies in Norwalk, Connecticut that came out uh, to the Bridgeport Stress Factory with uh, Vic and I. These women, they they found me on TikTok during the pandemic. They're, I don't know, these girls, they're 40s, 50s. They're, they're amazing. They're so fun. And they came out to see me at a, a place in Norwalk, a little small shitty show I was doing like, I don't know, six, seven months ago. And now they came, you know, and I felt bad because they came out to the show and it was like me. And then it was like, just, I don't know. It was, the, the I don't know. They left, I think, after I got off. Not because I'm so great, because I just think they weren't really interested in like whatever else was on stage. And it wasn't like a comedy show. It was kind of almost like a variety act show, you know, because that's what we do with traveling clowns. And um, they came and they they had a, the most amazing show because I I was on amazing form and I crushed and then Vic went on and just destroyed the whole room and I'm so happy that they came and they got a great show and by the way Long Island for my Long Island listeners we are going to be out there later in the year so I will keep you posted on that date but yeah this is a short episode so sorry people I got a good quote for you though I want to have some exciting news about a couple of things I've been working on but. I can't talk about it right now. So not because of time, because of privacy, you know, but like maybe next week or the week after I could tell you, but I've been, it's one of the reasons why I've been a little MIA, but it's a good reason. Okay. Um, quote of the day by Mark Zuckerberg, commonly known as Zuck. Okay. Founder of Facebook. The biggest risk is not taking a risk in a world that's changing really quickly. The only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. Mark Zuckerberg, people, take the risks. Go do whatever you want to do. I'm always loving talking to you. I'm still, uh, by the way, oh, by the way, okay, I, I know I got I to wrap this up, right? Here I'm like, oh, it's going to be a short episode. So then shut up already. I can't shut up. That's the problem. In front of me is a, a New York Times article that that talks about uh, 
Cameras on, this is the title, Cameras on, Please, Settling into Zoom Rooms. Okay, I have it out because I plan on reading this. And it's about uh, people talking about, is their life going to go back to pre-2020 working arrangements? It better not go back, okay? It's been 30 months, 30 goddamn months. Everybody's efficient. Everybody's happy. Why would we go back to being in an office five days a week? It makes, it literally makes no sense. It makes no sense. I have actually no tolerance for it whatsoever anymore. Me, I'm on, I'm working on the web. I mean, if you have a job where you're a teacher or you're a doctor, I understand, but everybody, the the longer that this goes on, the more violently in, in disagreement I am with all these people that talk about going back to the office. The only people that should be in the office are the people that need to be like, uh, you know, I mean, need to be in the, in the, in, in front of their, um, patients, their clients, those kind of in-person things, okay? Or if you are a very young, first one, two year at a school grad, because you do need to know what it's like to go to happy hours and be in meetings and all be punctual and all that. You do have to learn that kind of thing. So maybe they should have some incubator thing for people that just graduated. But people like me that have been working 20s, it's ridiculous. It's re- And you know what? I want to say, I just have to share this with you because this is... This is all I needed to hear the other day. I was went to my office, right? I went to my office and my kids are home from school because it's the summer. And my nanny shows up and, and my nanny comes and she's unpacking her stuff. And the kids, you know, they're running around and they're like, mommy, mommy, where are you going? And I'm just like, mommy has to go down to her office, whatever. And this is what my oldest daughter, my eldest daughter, this is what she said to me. Mommy, yes, Annalise. Why do you have to go to the office if you could just have your meeting on the phone? This is what she's saying. She just turned eight. Why go to the office if you can have your meeting on the phone, on video? This is the men- This is inside the mentality of an eight-year-old, okay? An eight-year-old. You think from ne- when she's 18, that's all she's going to be thinking. I mean, and listen, I'm going to make sure that her ass gets out of the house, off the computer, having her in real, in-person real-life experiences, i.e. when she starts working. But this is all she knows is she sees the convenience, the efficiency. She sees that mommy's home around working, babysitters in the other room with the kids. It does. This is this is this is the future. My kids, they're sitting next to each other the other day on the iPads playing hide and seek. Swear to God, they're playing hide and seek on the iPads. Oh, I hear from the other room, hide there. I can't find you. I can't find you. And I stick my head out. And I'm like, what do you mean? Vivian's sitting right next to you. You can't find her. And she says, no, mommy, we're playing hide and seek on the iPads. Okay. This is where we are at. Kids, they're sitting sedentary, playing traditional outdoor games. I mean, so if that's what, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's what people are doing. That's the, that's the, that's the, um, that's the way that they're adopting this. They're adopting these virtual worlds like this. So why, of course, they're going to think mommy's working, but she's on the phone. You know, why would mommy be in person? Anyway, that's all I had to say about that. I don't want to bang on. I always, I, I, get, I get crazy when I talk about this working working thing. I get it. Listen, if your work is your livelihood and you want to go in and you want to see faces, then you know you should be able to do that. But for the people that have realized that life is too precious, life is too short, and we want maximum convenience um, and efficiency in our lives or we need that, you know, and, and we're using technology to better our offline lives, let us be people. That's all I can say. Anyway, I'm Elise DeLucci. This has been episode 110. Next week, I'm going to have way more information. <laughs> 
<laughs> not information. We'll have way more fun. I don't know. It's been a slow week, but I've been in this this uh this whole working on this special project. So more on that soon. Thank you for listening. I love to love you. Talk to you next week. I'm not